You're listening to episode 94 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas at, at concerts and sporting events across the U.S., try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Brian, I had sex with Karen by Buyer Pool. Buyer oh, Pool. good. I'm and telling that, you. And that, and that worked out well for you, then. It, it did. It, it, <laughs> worked phenomenally. <laughs> but I tell you this because you and I are close like that, and I don't want there to be secrets. Oh, good, good. Well, I would hate for that to be secrets. So, do you have anything to tell me? Uh, no, I can't think of anything offhand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like I've devolved something really intimate, and, and I feel like I'm, I'm left hanging. Maybe next week I'll share it with you, <laughs> and we'll go back and forth. <laughs> that sounds fair. This good. is the partnership that you and I have, have developed. Sounds fair and good. It makes me happy. <laughs> All right, I have to explain, especially to our Twitter followers, yes. why I hate the CEO of Men's Warehouse. And it's completely irrational, and it's dumb, but for some reason, it fucking drives me insane. Now, anybody who's ever seen a Men's Warehouse commercial, his standard logo is... Uh, the motto, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. And it fucking drives me insane, because I'm like, or what? You guarantee it, or what? Well, I don't know. I don't mind the... See, it, it sounds kind of sexy because he's an older, good-looking man, and he's got the two-pack-a-day voice, you know? <laughs> so there's something sort of uh, sophisticated yet rugged at the same time. See, I agree with you, but the, my issue is if there's a guarantee, there has to be or what. What, what is the what? What if I don't like the way I look? What if I feel like I look like a fucking idiot? What's going to happen? See, I, I th I'm going to let him slide on here on this one because... You know, he's, a, he's a, a sophisticated yet rugged man who drives a nice vehicle. He looks nice. And he's not afraid to, uh, you know, pick up uh, Marlboro Red 100s by the carton. That's how he rolls. This is why you and I are such close friends, because you've literally put a brand new perspective on a hatred I've had, a man, I've had on this man for well over a decade. <laughs> now I'm like, I see where he's coming from. There's I'm something not. very disappointing, yet somehow I, I, I respect him for that. And <laughs> I, I don't know this man, but if I did, I feel like I'd be like, you know what? That guy's all right. <laughs> I, I think he's all right. I don't know if it, it's your rationale or my somewhat odd infatuation with pretty much anything that you say that agree that gets me to agree with you. But I would imagine it's the latter. E either way, we're there. We're right there. We are there. <laughs> <laughs> you have a question for our listeners. We do. We do. We are fastly approaching our 100th episode proper. 
Mm -hmm. And we want to hear what your favorite moments from our first 100 shows are. And and for some reason, I have no idea why, but I decided to go with this this concept because it'll make a shit ton of fucking work for me on the 100th episode. And I somehow hope that the fucking greedy motherfuckers who reply to this appreciate the additional work I am causing for myself here. Yeah, I like it because uh, I get to relive those happy moments and I don't have to do anything to make it happen. Once again, a brilliant partnership in full effect. It's <laughs> really paying dividends for me. That's right. That's right. You're, the, you're clearly the intelligent one of the two of us. <laughs> yes, yes. I know how to play my cards. Yes, and well. All right. So, uh, episode 94, let's get into the show. What do you have for us for this week for Random Vakes? June 28th, 1881. Russell, Morgan & Company, which later becomes the U.S. Playing Card Company, prints its first deck of cards. Soon, the company is manufacturing 1,600 packs a day. Wow. it's pretty impressive statistic. See, see, I guess to me, like, like the latter doesn't seem as impressive as the, the gumption of these guys going, let's, let's print cards. I think, I think we're going to be able to. I think this is successful. Here's some fucking cards. I, I think you people want these. I mean, now granted, we, you know, we don't know the environment in 1881, Brian, but you know, I think about it in, in modern day, and I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? Fucking cards. Yeah, nobody's going it to. It, I guess in retrospect, uh, you know, they're probably looking at it and how they were maybe the first ones that really you know, kind of brought it big. You know, and became such a large, uh, you know, producer. But um, I don't know. It's it, it's kind of an amazing statistic when you think about it. I appreciate your efforts to somehow make my my random ramblings uh, relevant, and uh, uh, but but still failed. But I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, struggling. Yes. Your efforts and are appreciated. Let's move on to the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. This week's review is Gordon's June 19th review of Andiamo's Steakhouse at the D. He gave it five out of five chips. Yeah, Gordon wrote, Everything I expect a classy Las Vegas steakhouse to be. Very elegant setting, tucked in a corner of the second level. Possibly one of the better meals I've had in my 44 years. Side dishes are family style. So if dining solo, as I, you're going to waste an enormous amount of food. And it's too good to waste. Find a friend, anyone really. It's a steakhouse that deserves your consideration, even if you're staying on the street. I will say for the record, and I, and I know I've said it before, but I, I like to reiterate it because there, there are a lot of uh, people who, who are very bold in their opinions and mm -hmm. then over time realize that their opinions were totally way off base and they look like fucking retards, but then they never actually admit to looking like a fucking idiot. Every time that I see something positive, even my own experiences, with the D and all the shit that I gave it, I fucking love every time it's reiterated how wrong I was about the D. This this review is just another example of it. You know, and I still haven't visited, but um, I just, I, I, can, I don't like the name, and I, I think I can continue to stand firm on that. I mean, you can have a like a property and not like the name. It's a stupid name. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. But, yeah. So there it is, there's my contribution. <laughs> Come and do weekly. Out. There's a lot of effort behind it. <laughs> and I'm out. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our Twitter of the Week winner. This week's winner is at Jonathan underscore M underscore Bell for a fantastic picture of the progress of Link, including the best picture I've seen yet of the Vortex lighting element testing. Now, I swear this guy took 
a picture of this from the roof at Caesars Palace because it is phenomenal. You get a great idea of how far along the quad exterior renovations are coming along. You can see what the building that formerly housed O'Shea's is turning into as well as a good idea of how the high roller observation wheel is going to change the landscape of Vegas. Now something I didn't think I realized until I saw this picture was how small the corridor leading you into Link and, and even though Link's primary objective isn't to create more gaming, with the Flamingo and the Quad and Harrah's, I mean, it, it might as well be running a train on the fucking Link because basically it wraps around all three of them. And it's a great use of the space and it's really exciting. I'm so thrilled how the recession has kind of forced Vegas heads to rethink its old business model and get creative. And I think Link and, and what we're going to be able to experience at the end of this year is, is a perfect example of that. Yeah, very well stated, sir. As always, we will link to it on our blog. We'll put it up on our Flickr page. We'll feature the photo on our Facebook page, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast you are listening to right now. All right, let's get into the news. first piece of news for you this week is information regarding the tallest roller coaster in the world is being proposed for the strip. Now, the RJ reported that U.S. Thrill Rides LLC has submitted plans with the FAA to build a 650-foot-tall hybrid observation tower slash roller coaster. It's being called the Polar Coaster. <laughs> well, what a coincidence. Right? It's projected to cost $100 million to build, and it would be the tallest coaster in the world. It also would, a coincidence. Right. <laughs> it would also be the third tallest structure in Vegas, surpassed only by the Stratosphere Tower and the incomplete Fountain Blue. The polar coaster would resemble the Stratosphere Tower with two glass elevators at its core, a rounded top that will offer dining, retail, as well as an observation deck. The ride would surround the tower, seating up to eight on what appears to be a floorless vehicle setup. It will take you up a twisted track on the inside of the structure to the top, then drop you on a different twisted curving and even looping track on the outside of the structure as well as around the inner track. The RJ posted a really good video, if you're interested in this, from U.S. Thrill Rides that really shows what they have planned. The most unexpected piece of information is its apparent planned location is Tropicana. Hmm. Now, neither the Trop or U.S. Thrill Rides would confirm this, but it's pretty clear by looking at the submitted plans that this is the location. Currently, as is common in Vegas, U.S. Thrill Rides does not have funding in place for the project at this time. U.S. Thrill Rides used to run the Skyscreamer at MGM's original theme park, but hasn't operated a ride in Vegas since the park was scrapped. Vegas was thought to be an ideal place for the attraction because considering the cost of building a traditional coaster over acres of land isn't practical in Vegas whatsoever. Does this sound mildly amusing to you? That sounds pretty cool. Like I said with the Twit Pick of the Week, I, I say with this, I love that Whatever the constraints or restrictions that Vegas has, uh, not just with the the economy, but the, the cost of land, just causes so much more creativity 
this, whether it's at Tropicana or wherever the fuck it lands, I really, really hope fucking happens. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great new attraction. It sounds like a lot of fun to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm into roller coasters and rides, so. Yeah. Well, that's how you roll. I mean, with nuts those size, Brian, what the fuck else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. My own polar coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Resorts World Vegas to build uh, two preview centers. Now, since the project isn't expected to be completed until 2016, the Sun is reporting that Resorts World is looking to build two preview centers to continue to stir up excitement about the project at both ends of the project. Redundant. However, would you say redundant? Mm-hmm. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> However, Brian, <laughs> submitted plans are for more than just some mock rooms, schematics, and models. These preview centers will be two stories tall and offer retail sites, a showroom, all of which is normal, but also live entertainment. The plan is to build both of these towers in a similar Chinese style that the resort will be built, including having part of the replica Great Wall of China represented. Hmm. Unlike many Vegas preview centers, these structures will not be torn down when the property opens, but instead be incorporated into the rest of the property. Now, they are looking to have performers dressed up in traditional Chinese costumes for various promotional activities. They also want a sound system so they can announce various promotions and or future events. Resorts World still plans to hide the current structure until construction begins, but instead of the previously approved wrap, they would prefer to set up some landscaping, which I can imagine will be later incorporated into the completed Resorts World anyway. But they were also approved to build a 35-foot-tall wall advertising the new property, which, once again, I can only imagine is going to be incorporated into the Great Wall replica. Conditions of that approval would require Resorts World to begin construction of the project of the projected $2 billion property in one year, which they have since been approved for. As a reminder, plans in addition to what you become accustomed to in Vegas include rumors of a live panda exhibit, a replica of the Great Wall of China, which is, at this point, it's not even a rumor. It's just exactly where it's going to be. Yeah, they're kind of dangling it out there quite a bit. Yeah. But the last one is an indoor water park, which kind of kind of befuddles me. Why the fuck would you build an indoor water park in Las Vegas? Yeah, you definitely want to have that outside. I yeah. mean, it's so damn hot. Right, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I get why in fucking Sandusky, Ohio, they have an indoor water park because it's fucking yeah. freezing cold half the year. Right, right. Yeah, I get that. No, this doesn't make any sense to me either. But I don't. Know, I mean, it, it does get cold in Vegas. Uh, you know, for what a month, a month <laughs> right, and a half right. out of the year. <laughs> Ooh, it's chilly. Thank God this is indoors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all reality, it sounds okay. But I mean. Really, how, how how many people are really going to Vegas with the, the thought in mind, hey, man, we really got to get to Vegas to go to that indoor water park. Right. <laughs> but on the flip side, is it not shocking that in the fucking desert ever since whatever the water park's name was uh, closed, a wet and wild, that they don't have a water park? Like, you live in one of the hottest fucking places on the planet. Why do you not have a water park? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess a pool is enough. I mean, really, if you're getting hammered <laughs> wanting to drink and, you know, and, and, and gamble, you're not really going to want to spend time going down a water slide, really. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's actually, that's probably the most succinct observation I, I've heard, Brian. I feel like a complete fucking asshole over trying to make this, this point. 
You are well, you dead should. on accurate as normal. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to ground the show. That's right. <laughs> That's why I love you. There's so a restore balance. That's right. <laughs> You're like a fucking Jedi, Brian. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move right along to our next story. I am your is, shitty little Padawan over here. Yes, with a stupid braid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got some information regarding some more MGM renovations for you as well. Now, it was announced this week by MGM president that, or MGM's president, not MGM president. <laughs> not, not <as> if, <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. He doesn't have some stupid fucking title like that. But, um, they plan to remove the walls from the MGM Lion all the way north to the M&M shop. Now, it isn't clear if it will be open like many of the mid-strip properties like Flamingo or Harrah's, or, or if it'll just end up being, you know, a clear facade that you could look into. But mm-hmm. what have you always thought about the, the open concept that's very, that's very popular in Fremont Street and Center Strip amongst properties like Flamingo and Harrah's? I kind of like it. I've always been a huge fan of it as well. Yeah, I like it. I thought it was a, a cool, uh, you know, cool feeling that it gave the uh, the casino. Well, it just draws you. It just yeah. like, well, fuck, this place is open. Look, look, three feet from me, someone's playing. I can play. I can, I can see that there's a good time going on right, right there, and I want to be part of it. I really hope this is literally just open. That'd be phenomenal. Yeah, that would be neat. I, I like the idea uh, definitely. Yeah. Either way, I think it's good, but uh, it would be better if it were open. <laughs> Much better. Your opinion's always valued here, Brian. <laughs> oh, I know it's welcome. <laughs> and if it isn't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna offer my. The, half, <laughs> I'm gonna offer my half thought through opinion, no matter what. <laughs> that I just developed at this absolute this second. second. <laughs> my impromptu opinion. That's right. And it's subject to change. I can't. Th- <laughs> As information, actually, I, I, I regard it. It could it could change. <laughs> I reserve the right to change my opinion with or without notice at any time. Brian, I know of no other guest or co-host. Guest. No, co-host. How dare I fucking... How dare I? I'm going to flick myself right in the nuts, Brian, for that. <laughs> but <laughs> I can think of no other co-host who puts as much heart and soul into his fucking... Into his role on a show, Brian. Thank you. I just, I, I just want to live in the moment. <laughs> You're very Archer-like in that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's move on to our final news story, which is the Las Vegas Eagle Bar is fined for lewd acts. Mm, I love Vegas. This is another one of those stories that we wouldn't normally report on, considering it's located off Strip. It's a couple miles east of the Strip down Tropicana Avenue, but I fucking love this shit. And Vegas Inc. wrote a great story. The Nevada Gaming Commission fined the Las Vegas Eagles Bar and suspended its gaming license for three months for allowing people to engage in sexual activity in public view. Brian, I'm shocked this is this is even a rule in Vegas. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. But let's 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 trudge on. Yeah. Now during the suspension, undercover surveillance will take place to ensure that such activities do not continue. If the $27,000 fine, consisting of nine $3,000 violations, isn't paid within three months, the bar will have its license revoked after 25 years of operation. <laughs> the control board could have fined the bar up to $100,000, and the state actually recommended the fine be $50,000. And I don't know why my voice jumped so high when I was trying to explain to you the $50,000, except to possibly emphasize that that was big. But You sounded sort of, yeah, you, you were really building it up there. Yeah. 
I should probably move on though. Um, yeah. But <laughs> it's good. But, good idea. But I know because that that joke failed. It failed. Kind of fell flat on its face, but like, you know, like we'll, me after we'll just move on. like me after a, a twelve of booze in my in my dick, Brian. It just fails. It just fails. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but the commission they didn't want the fine to be so severe that it bankrupted the business, which I thought was kind of cool. This is my favorite part of the story coming up right here. Yeah. <laughs> now, in testimony, the owner confirmed that they had promotions such as butt night, <laughs> underwear night, and locker room lockdowns in which customers were allowed to participate in sexual activities, but said the promotions were recommended by employees who have since been fired. So, you know, I think the situation's been taken care of. It sounds like it's all wrapped up. Right. Now, the owner claimed they weren't even aware of the complaints <laughs> until they received the letter from the commission. Now, Clark County business licensing agents observed various lewd acts between November of 2011 and April 2012. <laughs> the senior deputy attorney general was quoted as saying, it's not shocking that it was sex. It's not shocking that it was sex among men. It's shocking that it was so blatantly out in the open in public view. Whatever happened to like the VIP room, right? You know, and I mean, I mean, they clearly they're behind the eight ball because, or they weren't behind the eight ball because they didn't have the boy hunter uh, on hand. <laughs> sure. Brian, no one wants to make that effort. You got to go from one room to another. Listen, listen. When I want to come, I'm gonna throw it wherever it can go. All right, Brian. If I'm at a bar, <laughs> I'm throwing it to the next orifice. <laughs> All right. How many have you had tonight? <laughs> Come on. I have had, first of all, first of all, it is my 17th wedding anniversary. Yes, Second I'm of all, Congra it, congratulations again, by the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Second, it is a gloriously beautiful day poolside, to which I've already disclosed to you that I, I've had sex by my pool, Brian, by my pool. So you're going to continue to dance around the question, or? Uh, no, let's, let's uh, nine and four hours. <laughs> It sounds like a good time to get right into prop bets. It is. It is, Brian. It is. Prop bets. Any opportunity with you is a good time. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Prop bets, for those of you unfamiliar, is the portion of our show where we disclose various pieces of news without going into the full story. And the first of which for this week being the race and sports book at the quad is now closed per the glass in which one dribbles. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get creative when it comes to our sources because you know it gets annoying when you're saying dribble glass reports that. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. I thought I was mildly clever this week. I maybe no, it was good. I think you know we idiot. just put it. I think I, I probably just put it together a little faster than you expected me to. <laughs> you are clearly the the intelligent leader of us. There's, there's no lag here, sir. No, no, there's not. <laughs> Varanique Voices has now begun its limited residency in Bally's Jubilee Theater, now through the end of August. For those of you who don't recall, Varanique Declare is an insanely talented female vocal singer impersonator with the range to replicate the voices of Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, Adele, and Christine Ang. <laughs> you shut your mouth, Brian. <laughs> I don't say anything. You're and doing it all to yourself. And Christina Aguilera, to name a few. 
Tickets start at $60. I am so bummed that we won't be back in Vegas until this run is over. I really, really hope that they extend this because if you've seen this click, fucking Google it. You've got to see this. It's shocking how good she is at this. It's so, so cool. I'll have to check it out. I've never heard of her, to be honest with you. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. I will. Big Al's Comedy Club is moving from the Orleans to its sister property, the Gold Coast, simply because it's larger. The real question is, will Big Al's Toy Barn remain in handy in Andy's hometown? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's a movie reference. <laughs> and Disney to boot. And <laughs> it's a boot. Right. That's Canadian-esque. That's, I get it. And... <laughs> MGM Resorts announced some details of their planned 20,000-seat arena, mainly just that it will cost $360 million to build. They're going to break ground in the summer of 2014, and they hope to open in the spring of 2016. Financing will be shared equally by MGM, AEG, and the designer populace, so saith the RJ. Very good. For those of you tripping balls at Electric Daisy Carnival, you can now make more bad decisions with their new partnership with Viva Las Vegas Wedding Chapel. It will only cost you $99 to set the wheels in motion towards your first divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Renewal and commitment ceremonies are free, but on a first-come, first-served basis. There you go. That seems reasonable. Sounds really nice. Yes. Pulse of Vegas shared that the space located at the northeast corner of the quad, across from the Carnival Court, will be the home of the new Guy Fierro restaurant. No word yet if facial hair bleaching or wearing your sunglasses on backwards will be required. However, some form of douchery is expected. That was very good. That wasn't even in the notes. I know. <laughs> that was in your private notes. I can I can be clever sometimes. That was very, I really enjoyed that. I, I, Brian, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. The majority of my life is somehow impressing you. It just revolves <laughs> around it. <laughs> I find many aspects of your story endearing, yes. But we'll get into that at another time. Yay. Confirmed by the man himself on his Facebook page, Meatloaf will begin a six-week residency starting September 25th in Vegas. However, what properties these performances will take place in still hasn't been announced. (laughs) (laughs) Meatloaf also revealed possible plans for a return engagement in 2014. Vegas Chad reported that Plaza is opening a poker room June 26th using only electronic poker pro tables. This technology was tested at Excalibur about five years ago, but were removed because players didn't like them as much, and the dealers were angry about losing their jobs to them. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't like those anyway. Yeah, I agree with you. There's something about, specifically now that I've, I've learned to enjoy blackjack, there's something about actually having a dealer and having the cards physically dealt to you that I've, I really enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's a lot about that experience that, that you know, I, I would just as soon play at home in the comforts of my home uh, naked uh, in my computer rather than to go all the way out to Vegas just to play an electronic game. Brian, I'm not aware of a more succinct statement in the history of man. Yes. <laughs> Aria's Facebook page is reporting that the, the 550 Pizza Bar replacing Skybox will open July 4th. Yeah, it's a horribly stupid name. Horribly, yeah, horribly stupid. It's, it's bad. And lastly, Riviera's CEO Andy Choi has been fired. However, it is being described as amicable. <laughs> and, he, and he will stay on board to help his replacement transition into the role. Brian, I, I can't help but think there has to be a 
better word to describe his leaving other than fired because in 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 my entire life brian i've and you know I, i'll discount it that i've only been here 37 years i don't think i've ever read the word fired and amicable in the same sentence no they don't work together <laughs> they do not no it doesn't it doesn't work you either leave or you're you're being forcibly removed that's right yep that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Starting off for playing Vegas list for this week. It's a short one. We don't say that too often around here, do we, Mark? <laughs> Brian, it's not accurate if we were to say it. No, if we're describing parts of ourselves. Right? You and I are both girthy. Let's, we're talking about our dicks, just in case we're being a little too... Yeah, very subtle. <laughs> it's, it's, that, that's actually the subtitle of this fucking show. <laughs> very subtle. Monday, this week's dive-in movie doubleheader at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan are The Sandlot and Moneyball. That's a good combo. Agreed. Doors open at 7 p.m. Admission is free, as always, to guests staying at the property, and it's three bucks for everyone else. And something most people don't know is that Brian and I's agreement and or confirmation of the double header at the Boulevard Pool uh, is, is intricate to their decision process. If we look at it, we're like, sounds stupid. They don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> do, you mean, do you mean intricate or integral? I prefer the word you chose. Yes. Okay, good, good. I have enjoyed a beverage known as Ghost River. It is local in Memphis, and it is delicious, Brian. It's delicious. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Moving on, though. What about what about Saturday? Saturday. <laughs> Thank you for that for that tra- transitional fucking lead. In. I don't know, Brian. Beyonce is performing at the MGM Grand. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets are 63 to 268, and the Summerland Tour 2013 featuring Everclear live. Filter and Sponge are performing. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds incredibly sexual to me, Brian. It's Everclear, live, there's a filter and a sponge, you know, to you know, prevent any unplanned pregnancies. Uh, but they, they are going to be performing at the Fremont Street Experience. The show's going to start at 9 p.m. Admission is free, Brian, just like anonymous sex. Although oh, there are consequences. You have just totally derailed this week. No, you're, you're full of shit, Brian. <laughs> I, I've, I've done nothing but add quality, quality and humor-ish. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna do it for playing Vegas. Um, let's move on to Vegas deals. Save us, Brian. <laughs> deals is a portion of our show where we share with you ways you can save money on your trip to Vegas or in planning your trip to Vegas. And the first one is a good one for this week. It's breasts and brunch. That's trademark 360 Vegas, Brian. <laughs> did you re- did you really go through the length of trademarking that? I no, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't think so. No. No, I feel <laughs> Every Sunday, all day, you no, can I feel enjoy ashamed. brunch with it. I beg your pardon. No, no I feel ashamed. <laughs> We're making such a bold, false statement. <laughs> Yeah, was, well, we're going to talk about that later. Yes, as you, as we should. I did. That was very clever, though. Breast and brunch. I did. Thank like you. That. 
Every Sunday, all day, you can enjoy brunch with a view of the topless pool at the Mirage Bear. Uh, not that you're a bear while you're enjoying your brunch, but that's the name of the topless bear, pool. Bearish. <laughs> Hide your inner uber creep <laughs> by feigning that you're actually doing something other than gawking and touching yourself. That reminds me, did you see the new preview for uh, Anchorman? Anchorman? Yes, 2? yes, and I did touch myself multiple times. <laughs> is that is that weird? Should I not just should I not disclose that? No, I think at this point we just kind of expect that sort of behavior. From that's you. fair. That's fair. <laughs> is that your is that your foot between my legs? Oh, it was my hand. <laughs> no, it's my hand. <laughs> if you guys haven't checked out that trailer, go to YouTube and watch it. It's amazing. It is. Um, Going back to the deal, pool is open at 11 a.m. Uh, up until 6 p.m. daily, uh, and you can expect to pay a bit more to enjoy breasts and brush. Vegas Shatter did an article on their experience. We'll provide a link in the show notes. There you go. Riviera is offering a free slot tournament on Wednesdays in the months of June and July. You can play anytime between 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. First place gets $1,000 in cash. Other prizes include cash and free play. If you earn 2,500 points that day, you can play in the tournament a second time. Also, you get two times points for play on Tuesdays and Thursdays during this time. And our next deal, buy one, get one draft beer free at Queen Victoria Pub at Riviera. Just go to the link on the blog or the enhanced podcast and print out the coupon. It is good now through the end of 2013. That's going to do it for Vegas Deals. Check out all the deals that we report on the show at 360VegasDeals.com. Let's move on to coming attractions. The guys at Access Vegas are fans of the show, and they know doing stuff like this costs money, so they're coming on board as an advertiser to show their support. So here's the deal. Tickets.accessvegas.com is a premium ticket service. This is not for the person who stands in line at half-price booth just for shitty seats to a show they've never heard of. This is for those of you who want to maximize your enjoyment. You are in Vegas, you want to see a show or concert or headliner, and you want great seats to make it a kick-ass night. Plus, buying through tickets.accessvegas.com is a great way to show your support of our show. If you support them, they can continue to support us. See, I've made this argument before that I think seeing concerts in Vegas is just amazing how intimate those venues are. But this is the next fucking level. This is you going, not only am I in Vegas, I'm going to fucking, I'm, I'm right up there to see this shit. And, mm-hmm. and the even better part, it's not just about Vegas. If you go to tickets.accessvegas.com, it's literally anywhere that these artists fucking play. You can get top quality fucking tickets, ridiculous access. We're so happy that they're on board. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first for this week is Enrique, Enrique Iglesias will be performing at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan Friday and Sunday, September 13th and 15th. That show's going to start at 8 p.m. and tickets are going to be there 120 or 200 bucks, depending. Carnival of Madness featuring Shinedown, Papa Roach, In This Moment, and Skillet are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock Sunday, September 15th. Show's going to start at 5 p.m. Tickets run 55 to $500. Sarah Silverman is performing at the Pearl at Palms Saturday, July 20th. The show is set to start at 8 p.m. Tickets will range from $75 to $535. Selena Gomez is performing at Mandalay Bay Saturday, November 9th. The show is going to start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $38 to $76. Premium tickets include a meet and greet, but that will end up running you about $1,700. But they have a ton of different package deals if you are that level of Selena Gomez fan. I barely know who she is, Brian. Yeah, she's a Disney Channel, kind of, you know, came from that crop. Oh, there you uh, go. 
There you go. Yeah. So seventeen hundred dollars is a bit much, but <laughs> Brian, you get to meet her. Yeah, I, I don't care. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's slanting. I don't care. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Carly Rae Jepsen is performing at the Pearl at Palm Saturday, September fourteenth. That show is set to start at eight p.m. Tickets will range from forty-four to eighty-six bucks and can go up to two hundred nine dollars. Hey, Brian, would you see Carly Rae Jepsen if you had the chance? Heck, I know I would. <laughs> And, and lastly, Allison Change is performing at the Pearl of Home Saturday, October 26th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are 82 to $277. What prompted your uh, Harry Carey impersonation? You know what? Karen and I were playing pool in our new amazing living room. and you we just were started in- doing it randomly? Well no, well, no, Brian, but we were enjoying <laughs> the best of Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. And it reminded me of what a phenomenal... Well, first of all, if it, if it hasn't become clear, Brian and I are huge Will Ferrell fans. But Brian has the ability to do uncanny fucking representations. What, what am I like? Impersonations. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. thanking myself for coming up. <laughs> That's how I roll today, Brian. But yes, yes, we can th- tell. Thank you. Thank you, Mark, for coming up with that, that proper descriptor. But Brian does phenomenal fucking... Ph- it's, it's actually one of the things that you and I originally bonded on. I think it was, yeah, because we sat right next to each other basically at work. And annoyed the fuck out of anyone within earshot of our endless, endless Will Ferrell impersonations. Yeah, and then we just started making fun of them instead. Yes. Yes, our, our, our friendship was forged in the uh, in mockery. In the, in the Pharisees. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for coming attractions. Let's move on to the river. This week for the river, we've got an Annie Up segment for you. Once again, we're going to discuss another myth of the casino and talk about roulette dealer signatures and whether they're actually real, and if so, can they be exploited? Now, the theory of a signature is that some dealers pick up the ball and spin it in the same way every time, as well as throw it in the same amount of velocity, resulting in the ball spinning around the wheel the same number of times and landing in approximately the same number of pockets from where the dealer released the ball. Now, just to clarify, we aren't saying that it will land in the same spot as where it was released, but in the same distance from the release point. Now, the question is, is this really possible? Experts are divided over whether this can actually be achieved, as this would take hundreds of dealers rolling the ball thousands, if not tens of hundreds of thousands of times to prove prove it with any degree of merit. Now, the general consensus among dealers is that such a signature does not exist and any pattern is a fluke. Now, that being said, the dealer is not looking for a pattern with their own rolls as they must pay attention to the player's bets at the table and the roll is simply a reflex. Yeah, the fact that the dealer is subconscious of his action may be the very thing that makes it possible. The biggest problem with finding a dealer with a signature is that it would take too long to measure. Kind of like measuring my wing. <laughs> it does take a considerable amount of time. Following a dealer from table to table, day after day, would quickly be noticed by the dealer and the pit bosses. The very fact that they are being watched would alter the dealer's spin and thus the signature. As in most experiments, the observer interferes with the observed by the mere fact that they know that they're being observed. 
The other factor to consider is that roulette wheels do slow down over time. Moving from table to table, even with the same subconscious spin motion, would be enough to alter the land of the ball. Yep. Ultimately, you really can't prove a signature, and even if you could, it would be impossible to exploit. There are just too many variables that will alter where the ball could land. Now, I've actually heard of this myth and have observed extensively this this pattern that a lot of people have have said that occurs because of it. Have you ever seen this? No, I haven't. And, you know, I should check with my stepdad, who is a uh, casino pit boss, and I know that he has uh, been a dealer for roulette among pretty much every other game there is at the casino. But uh, I'll check with him and see if he can share any information with us, and I'll try to report back on the next show. Uh, whether it's it's valid or not, what, uh, what I would challenge some of our listeners to do is the next time you're in Vegas or any casino, just for a period of time, first of all, take a look at the frequency of numbers hit. And then if you can, uh, a lot of casinos have the cards that'll, you know, it shows you the entire roulette wheel. Mm -hmm. And take a look at, at what number has frequently hit. Then look at the numbers that surround that number. And then take a look at the board of the last 20 or 30 rolls or whatever and see how many follow. It's shocking how this really appears to be some kind of pattern to it. I mean, now, obviously, as we said in the segment, there's no real way to scientifically or mathematically, intellectually look at this and say, you know, well, here's how you do this. But it really is interesting if you just look at it from that point of view and say, well, fuck, are, you know, is, the, is there any kind of pattern? Take a look at that, at that fucking card or whatever that shows you the numbers. There really does seem to be some kind of a pattern. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. interesting. If nothing else, it's interesting. Sure, absolutely. If you wish to contact us with a gambling question, have a gaming story you wish to share, or have any feedback, you can email the show at 360anyup at gmail.com. You can. Absolutely. <laughs> That's going to do it for the river. Let's move on to some listener feedback. We got quite a few uh, pieces we're going to go over with you guys. First of all, at Kush1958 corrected us regarding the name of one of Rio's towers, clarifying that Rio is not an Apple product. <laughs> 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 it's the Ipanema Tower, pronounced E-Pa-Nima, not I-Panama. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my fault. <laughs> and, as, yeah, as per usual. And I'm half a tar, so... <laughs> 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 now, a friend of the show, Mark Knowlton, wrote regarding his decision to vote for and explain why he voted for slots as his least favorite segment. Mm -hmm. Now, this is just an excerpt from that email that I found very humbling and i'm paraphrasing some of this now he said the great thing about the podcast is that you guys like to share your experiences and opinions on what you report on slots doesn't do that that's true yeah it's just all informational yeah he wanted to say i'd rather hear about what you thought of the game when you played it the one thing i will say the reason we even included this in the show as this was more of a personal email from mark is it was just insanely flattering to know that people give a shit about our opinion. I mean, Brian, when you and I got together, this was really... When we came up with, with the concept of show, the the structure, whether it be about Vegas or the ridiculous concept we had prior to this, ultimately, all we really wanted to do was set aside an hour of the day where we just tried to make each other laugh. Right, yeah, and we decided that, you know, if people want to listen and care to join in, 
uh, you know, while we have a good time hanging out is, is you know, we're, we're not going to have any expectations and we're just going to do it and have a good time. And, and that's really it. So yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. It, but it, it's, it's so hard to wrap my head around the concept. It's like, yeah, I'm just trying to make my buddy laugh and, and it's cool if other people think the shit that we think are, is funny, you know, that they also enjoy that. But, but we the, didn't have any expectations. No, no, you know, we didn't. That was the big thing is that, that we, and we, we were very persistent in, in reminding each other that, Hey, we're not going to go into this with any expectations. We're right. just going to do it, and we'll just see what comes out of it. Right, right. But then even the the concept that somebody actually values the the shit that you and I spew out, <laughs> even if it's just at face value, it's, even if it's just kind of funny in the moment, and then you right. move on, even if you don't take any of it any seriously right. beyond that. I mean, it's still awesome. Yeah, agreed, agreed, yeah. totally. Next up, we had an email from John Williams, who wrote, "You know, I am a huge fan of the show, but enough of the gay talk." <laughs> <laughs> This show is called 360 Vegas, not, quote, Mark's and Brian's super gay tongue and testicle show, end quote. Please, no more show without Karen. Cheers, John. Um, first of all, she's my wife, and she's super cool. Find your fucking own. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 17 years. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and second of all, surprisingly, uh, Mark and Brian's super gay tongue and testicle show is the subtitle of 360 Vegas. So You are reading the fine print, sir. That's right. No, and serious. In all seriousness, we appreciate that you are a fan of the show. However, um, we've we've said this a million times. We're we're not going to change who we are. Or I mean, we're obviously neither Mark or myself are gay. We're both married um, and, and and super super supporters of gay rights. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're just very comfortable with our sexuality, and we don't. Uh, if it alienates you, then you know you don't have to listen. But of course, we, you know, we we appreciate the feedback. But you know, we're we're not going to really change who we are, nor are we going to change our the way we kind of illustrate our our, our sense of humor. Yeah, absolutely. It's twisted and uncomfortable. <laughs> right. <they> make you. <laughs> right. But like you like you literally just said, this concept from day one is like let's spend an hour and try and make each other laugh. If other people think it's cool, that's awesome. If they don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm literally trying to make you laugh. <laughs> Just so happens a lot of other people enjoy it too. I know. It's awesome. Now, we received a PayPal birthday donation from longtime supporter of the show, Stuart Poynier, and our original superfan, Lisa MP22. Yes, we did. Thank now, you very much, guys. We appreciate that. Yeah, and Stuart also inquired if the two years was our mental age or just the podcast age. And, and the I, answer is both. Yeah, I think that's for the listener to decide, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> We don't really care what you decide. We, we really don't. <laughs> we really enjoy that you all like this, but to be honest with you, if you hate us, we honestly don't give a fuck either. <laughs> You're still listening somehow. That's right. I know. <laughs> Why you choose to continue to torture yourself, I have no idea, but I like your masochism. <laughs> <laughs> we practice a little bit of ourselves over here. That's right. And we've got another poll for you. Well, it's kind of the same another, poll. We're just yeah, giving you an update. Yeah. Updated, Brian. Got a poll update for you on what your <laughs> poll update. We, we want to update about our polls. <laughs> yeah, we want to update you guys on our polls. I mean, they are still girthy and long, but there's details. There's details. Yeah, it's about what your least favorite segment of the show is. Um, <laughs> options are playing Vegas, slots, Vegas deals, coming attractions, or I like them all. Currently, slots is leading with 40% of the vote, followed by I like them all with 38%, and everyone else has been left in the dust. Uh, you've got one more week to share your thoughts on the subject. If you hadn't voted and are enjoying the Enhanced Podcast, you can simply touch the title display on the screen. It'll take you directly to the site where you can cast your vote. Yeah, it's unique to us. Nobody, mm. nobody else does a Vegas podcast that is enhanced. No one. I don't, I don't know if that's good or not. I just wanted to clarify that. Good. Yeah. 
I was confused about it, so I'm glad you clarified. We'll see. There you yeah. go. And lastly, how would you any up? Any up has been a popular segment on the show for quite some time. With the loss of Matt, we wanted to give Matt's someone. Matt's not dead. He's just not with the show. No, that's right. He is still with us on this planet. Yes. He just doesn't want to record with us anymore, and you know why that hurts a little bit. But it's, he's got his reasons. That's right. That's it's fair. We're, yeah, listen, you don't have to like us. We've said it before. We don't care. We don't need. We don't need your fucking approval. <laughs> But it's back, back, back to the point. <laughs> so, with the loss of Matt, we wanted to give someone else the chance to take over the segment if they're interested. Uh, we aren't asking you to do the same segment that Matt did. We just want to know what you would do if you had a segment on the show. So just email us our, your suggestions at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Matt started off as a listener, just like the rest of you, and just decided that he wanted to contribute uh, and add a little something to our show and kind of a little bit of a community contribution to the show. So that's really what we're looking for. We're yeah. not asking you to do exactly what Matt did or, uh, you know, more or less just kind of contribute in your own way. And if you're interested, let us know. Yeah. Well, I mean, and ultimately, if if nobody's interested in doing that, we, we get that. That's not a problem. We just thought yeah. we would throw it out there. And if nobody wants to, then that segment will die once Matt's contributions in, in the form of scripts is over. So if you right. want the segment to die, <laughs> then that's so on you. <laughs> it is. I am, I am Brian. Yes. I'm sensitive. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, this has been a special happy anniversary to Mark and Karen. Oh, thank episode you. 94. Thank you, Brian. Um, yeah. Well, I care a little bit. A little bit-ish. I care more about Karen than you, but... As you should, Brian, because let's be honest, of the two of us, who is really saddled with the burden here? <laughs> uh, we are an Amazon affiliate, by the way. You can support the show by simply going to 360VegasPodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner, and do whatever the hell you like. And so, so far, Brian, wow. You guys have been awesome. We cannot appreciate it enough. Yeah, and really, I mean, at, we don't really get into a whole lot of this, but really what we like to do, if you want to support the show, it's going to go towards the show. We're not uh, doing all kinds of funky things with any contributions that we get. So it's really, it goes towards paying for, you know, hosting fees and equipment and recording things. I mean, it's it all goes back towards the show. So it really goes towards putting together a better production for you guys. It really does. Yep. So that's going to do it for the show. Thank you very much for listening and downloading the show. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week um, for better or worse. <laughs> if you'd like to check out our show notes and visit some of the links for the stories we referenced on this week, you can do that on our blog. The URL for that is 360VegasPodcast.com. If you'd like to send us some feedback, you can email us at the show's email address, 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to join us on some social media, Mark is our... All over all social media. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yes, not me so much. I like to contribute maybe every once in a while. Ish. But yeah, yeah, when yeah. I do, it's gold. It is. It, Brian, that's it, it's literally <laughs> the definition of your contributions. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was fine. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't not contribute a little bit this week because it was so good. And he wanted to be Lando. <laughs> he wanted to be Lando. That's right. And I didn't see a problem with that as long as he brought the Colt 45. <laughs> Brian, it only seems reasonable and accurate and accurate. Well, it is Cloud City's favorite malt beverage. <laughs> all accurate statements. All of them. <laughs> so that's going to do it for episode 94. Thanks again for listening, guys. Absolutely. And I absolutely adore my wife and her incredible patience over 17 years. Uh, other than that, we'll see you next God, week. God bless her soul. That's right. I'm pretty sure she's going for St. <laughs> 
We'll see you next week. <laughs>